Salutations, travelers, and welcome back to the Sea of Stars. I'm Troll Toll, and this is my bridge. Last time, our intrepid band had successfully defeated a group of cultists. Hopefully the last one. Will they rest? Will they screw up trying to rest? Find out. Now. So, so cross, cuts them in half. But it's not that cool anime cut them in half where you do it and they stay together for a second. This is messy. Uh, goes right up and just immediately celebrate or separate, start screaming. The, the pieces go fly two different directions. Blood and viscera everywhere. That's the end of combat. Sweet. Wowie. Can we have like accolades for uh, a Everyone style, give please? me a reflex save. Oh, okay. damn. Everyone? Everyone. Here we go. What if I don't consent? 21. Uh, dirty 20. 21. 21, would you roll, Zero? Um, I can do math. That's... I'm using this, but I... 15. 15? Yeah. Okay. 14 plus 7 is 21. 21. Okay. You all take 5 damage. Zaro. Do I take 5 damage? You take... Do I take 26 9 damage? 9 damage. God damn it. Out of curiosity... From the, from the, uh, the barricades, you hear a loud... Boom, 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 boom. That's a volley that shot at you yeah. from the barricades. Okay, I, I, uh, I shield block. Okay. I did. Uh, after that happens, uh, the people on the walls pull their weapons back and step back out of sight. Weird. We should go. Weird. All right, so. Does it appear that we disrupted the ritual Just sitting there rolling. So all the mimics are dead. Not all the mimics. All of the cultists are dead. Sorry. I was going to say, aren't there walls of mimics? Yeah. There's still a lot of mimics. <laughs> <laughs> They're out there. Uh, you guys all took shots, and you guys earned 931 renown. Woo! A piece? Uh, and Finnick gets... Finnick gets an extra 48 uh, right on top of that. Runeasy, can you do mine now? And you get an extra... That's definitely a single digit. Uh, you get an extra three right now. What'd you say? You get one too, yes. You say eight? <laughs> you say eight right now? Three right now. Three right now. And Thrush, you get an extra five. Sweet. Congratulations, you get a pat on the back. <laughs> so, make peace. <clears throat> the first lesson of leadership is oh my God. honesty. <laughs> it's important that you can look the people that you lead in the eye and tell them the absolute truth and hold nothing back. What's the relationship between you, number one, and how? Sorry, wait, hold on. What's the relationship between you, number one, and how? What does that have to do with your lesson? I was just thinking, for you to be an effective leader, we need to get these barriers off the table. There's a wall of minutes between us, which is you hiding the fact that you know how, know number one, and are not here by coincidence. And yet, we don't know a single thing about why you're here. We're here to find how. 
Why are you here to thumb help? Because... You're not doing good in that honesty thing. I cut in and just say, do any of us really know why we're here? Exactly. Thank yes, you, I, I know exactly why I'm here. Thank I, you. I've been I very really have no idea why I'm here, but... I've <laughs> asked you that question repeatedly. You said that you said to follow me. Yes. Thross would make an excellent leader. Great. Is he not? Lead the way. <laughs> this is your first test. Um, what do I see? Uh, <laughs> there's the break. Loot the bodies! There is a break. Do you want to loot the bodies? Loot the bodies on the yeah. floor. Loot oh, the okay. bodies on the floor. Oh, yeah, uh, I mean, if they had potions or something, that would be awesome. Each of them is carrying nothing but a very intricately card. Blah, 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 blah. Each of them is uh, holding nothing but their loincloths. All of them are topless. There is one man in... Or sorry, three men and one woman. All of them are topless. All of them covered in tattoos. Um, and the only possession they have that you can take is a very intricately carved, unique-looking dagger. I would like the loincloths. I would like. <laughs> Asario makes them all be naked. Can I, <laughs> can I do a? Can I do a? Uh, can I have a roll on the dagger? Yeah, yeah sure. I want to pick up a dagger as well. Uh, that it can be Arcana or what do you I want me to a dagger with my sword to make sure it's that not would a be Arcana. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna actually have you believe there's a lore runes, and I think that is what you would need to roll. But they do have runes on them, and also roll an occult roll, please. Not great. Fourteen. My occult is a uh, twenty. That's on the runes. Okay, uh, you don't know what they are. Okay. My occult roll is a twenty-two, and. Untyped lore is just my, my normal plus three to intelligence. Is that what goes on there? Mm -hmm. That's a 13. Okay, the cult, with the cult role, these seem to be based off of dwarven clan daggers. You've seen them used in religious rites before. Uh, you know that the, it's for certain rites that involve sacrifices in Cargosia. Mm, I say that Thross. Uh, does this look familiar to you? Uh, show him the dagger. So can I do a? Um, I so would it be? Uh, you would do occult or mining. You would do occult, and I would say that you can use. It would be like a plus two circumstance bonus. Okay. Why did I think it would be mining? I meant, I meant like dwarven culture. Yeah. <laughs> Twenty six. Yeah, so nice. in a lot of uh, the merchant houses and stuff like that, they'll make sacrifices to whoever is the head of the house. Mm -hmm. uh, and this can include everything from sacrifices of gold. Generally what they'll do is they'll take like, um, very rarely is it a human sacrifice, but it's not uncommon to cut yourself and bleed uh, as a way of showing basically subservience by giving like them, fealty yeah yeah um which is something that happens a lot in the merchant houses so that's that's a way that someone shows that they are retainers they take one of these clan knives cut themselves and bleed okay these markings on it however do not correspond to you're, you're not super familiar with the clan houses or the merchant houses in cardosia but uh they don't seem to be cardosian so they don't read like uh cardosian runes no okay uh, you don't recognize the script, okay. but they look like those knives. 
and because I rolled so high, these are not mimics, right? These are not mimics. <laughs> okay. <No. laughs> yeah, be paranoid about everything. Yeah. Um, okay. The knives are not mimics, no. So I pick one up too. Okay. And I put it in my belt. Okay. Everyone's grabbing a knife? Yeah. Okay. That's a good plan. Four mm-hmm. knives, four people. It's perfect. All right. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that either. <laughs> Uh, all right, so what you guys see around you is the walls of Mimics are all around you. There's the break, and there's an obvious path that goes out into the distance and around a bend. What do you guys do? I'd like to take my elixir of life, if that's all right. Okay. Real quick. Um, I'm going to do the roll thing. And save it for later. Yep. It's a natural one. That's fun. It is. I want what he's got. <laughs> <laughs> Matt shows my favorite thing. <laughs> and can I do godless healing? Yep. Okay. Yeah, throw a little down. If we have a minute, I will... Uh, I'll meditate to regain my focus my focus point. Uh, you guys can take a minute if you choose to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is Finnick doing while everyone is sitting down and just generally relaxing? Um are all the people are gone from the walls. You can't see them. Okay. I'm going to head back through the gap and I'm gonna scout ahead like a hundred yards. You want to go back the way you came? No, I want to. The path continues down. Yeah, right? so you want you want to go scout the path. Uh, yeah, you, uh, uh, I'm gonna roll stealth. All right. Uh, not great. That's only a twelve for stealth. Okay. You continue along the path. Um, okay. You continue continue along the path. Uh, there are lots of breaks in the path, and there are lots of. Um, offshoots as you go up farther they go back the way you came um but all the breaks seem to lead in the same direction it's as if they are funneling in a certain direction the breaks themselves okay the path itself does that roll roll perception dirty 20 dirty 20 okay the Breaks seem to give the illusion that you can make choices on where you're going. But they, they all lead to the same place. Does the path also lead to the same place? Does it seem like the quickest way to get to wherever they are leading is just to follow the path? Yeah. All right. Um, I'll head back to the group. Um, so I looked ahead, and it appears as if Everywhere is leading to the same place. There's a lot of potential distraction, but if we're going to make it to the end as quickly as possible, we should just stay on the path at this point. Works for me. Excellent. Throst, lead the way. Oh, Jesus. I mean, oh, godless people. (laughs) (laughs) It is is time for your next lesson. I believe you mean, oh, bother. Leadership in action. Oh, bother. I give you a weird look. 
What do you mean by that? Show us your skills. Show us everything that you have learned. I just start walking forward. (laughs) (laughs) Bad. You guys continue to walk down the path. There are lots of breaks along the side. But as you walk, you're you're seeing that they almost seem to circle back into the the path as if it's funneling you along. Um, You walk for a while, uh, probably a good 20 minutes. Like, you walk a long ways. And at the end of your walk, you break into another open clearing. There are lots of tents. You can hear quiet murmuring. And there seems to be fires around. It's a much smaller camp than the Liberty Camp. But it is a camp. What do you guys do? I look around, see if there are people. (coughs) I'm not going to make you roll perception. You can hear voices. But, like, not, they're not outside. They're not partying. Well, they, they might be. You don't know where they are, but okay. they're not partying. They're, they're talking. You hear normal conversation. Can we listen? Sure. Can I actually use my sense-it gnome abilities to see if I've smelled hell set to have come through here recently? Yes. Cool. Just use perception, but say I'm using that ability. Nature? Mm-hmm. Okay. Or survival, actually, is what it is. Survival is different. Okay, uh, 15. 15? Uh, you don't catch a scent. Okay. That doesn't mean that he didn't do it. You just yeah. haven't found it. Yep. Um, so you try and listen. Roll perception. Mm-hmm. 18. 18. And before the fall came, we used to live in large buildings all over the world. Called them skyscrapers because they touched the sky. Uh, we used to go to parks and do plays, not to uh, enrich ourselves with re- money, but just to enrich ourselves, you know, personally. It's, it's nice, uh, and that's weird. Does that trigger anything for her? Um, roll. This is a recall memory check. Uh, We will have this coming off of your... I'm trying to remember. I had it in my notes somewhere. Yeah. Uh, I think we had you rolling a cult. Maybe... Yeah, no, I think you're right. Yeah, let's do that. I remembered it was was one of my higher ones. Um, Okay. 19. 19 on the dice? No, <laughs> dirty. Okay. Uh, the way I the way you, I'm rolling today, it's you, not gonna you, be above. You an feel idea. at the word skyscrapers, you remember something, mm-hmm. but you don't really know what what it is. Okay. Um, I'll gesture to everyone else to just like be quiet and listen, and I'll see if I can hear any more. Yeah. Or is that kind of? Yeah, you can. It, yeah. It, she continues to give you things like that. Like she, she talks about skyscrapers and plays. She talks about uh, horseless carriages that moved by themselves, uh, that didn't require blood sacrifices to make them work, and stuff like that. Um, she's just you hear her as she talks people kind of murmuring amongst themselves, uh, occasional 
wow, that sounds interesting sort of things. Uh, she's just telling stories. Do people sound like they believe her? Yes. Okay. Um, I, I'll look at the group. Do y'all hear that? Do we? Uh, Finnick probably would. Uh, you guys might not. Roll perception. I do not. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> here. Critical failure for me. Okay, you guys are talking. I have a one. You guys uh, are talking to each you other. You Yes. Me too. Nice. Gosh, <laughs> um, buddies. If Put I do hear the, the voices, can I stealth and move in among the tents to see who is talking? Yep. Uh, ooh, 26 for stealth. 26, okay. Nice. You are very stealthy. Sneaky, sneaky. Sweet right. boy. Um, so you, you stealth in without mentioning anything to the group? Yeah. Okay, you just, you see, they're not paying attention. You see Finnick just ghost into the, into the, the tents. Uh, you see most of the tents are empty. There's very, they have very sparse processions. Like, there's like a bedroll. It seems that most people did not bring their, their stuff with them. Or at least they don't have it on them there. Um... There's like a bedroll in the in the tents. There's there's like cups and things for food and eating, but nothing that isn't absolutely necessary for survival. Mm. But no one is in the tents. Everyone is sitting around the fires, uh, talking amongst each other and telling stories. As you listen, you you hear uh, people tell stories of their own lives as well. Like I, before I came here, I was a shoemaker, and I, you know didn't feel like my life had any meaning to it and I just traded you know my shoes for stories of other people's adventures and it never had any of my own and it I don't think I should feel wrong for being a shoemaker so that's why I'm here hmm. things like that just a general feeling of emptiness among them um, looking for something more <coughs> for some of them Okay. And for some of them, uh, you hear a lot of different reasons. Uh, other than some of them have had issues with the banks in the past. Some of them, uh, like the woman telling stories of the world before, just understand that there was something before, and that this world has to be cursed, hmm. and that all of them are trying to bring something together. You don't get the feeling of emptiness from any of the people, though. Not here. If anything, this place is very full. Hmm. Okay. Roll perception check. No sign of Howl. None. Uh, 18. You do recognize one figure. It's the necromancer from Lost Boys, Georgie. Is he spoken? No. He's just saying their power about something. No one else from the Lost Boys is there? Just joking. Can I attempt to throw a small rock at him and get his attention? Yeah, absolutely. You need to find a rock, though. Roll for initiative. Okay. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, so is this going to be perception for... Uh, 19? 19. Uh, you don't find a small rock. There's a small little, like, hair clip that you can throw. That's fine. 
What do you want me to use? Uh, throw is a athletics check. 18. 18? Okay, that's good enough to hit him. Okay. Uh, you hit him, he looks over, he sees you. I just smile and kind of beckon him with my hands, and then I disappear back the His way. His eyes go wide, and he, he, he disappear back. Uh, after a few minutes, he breaks through the uh, circular tents. He goes, You guys! You know, if you guys hadn't come there, I'd still be there. So thanks. What happened? Jenny told me it was time to grow up. Oh, no. Tell us everything. I, that, that's it. That's it? You just told me it was time to grow up and sent me out into the ships and I wound up here. Did she blame you for us getting away? No, she just said it was time to grow up. And sometimes she does that. She tells us, you've been here long enough and now it's time to grow up and we have to. Did she just tell you to grow up or several of you? Just me. Oh, no. Are you <clears throat> No, I don't want to grow up. I, I wouldn't have been a lost boy if I wanted to grow up. I mean, I guess I didn't really choose to be a lost boy, but like, I don't want to grow up. How did you become a lost boy then? Roll a... <laughs> That's just smiling. Roll a persuasion check. Why? I don't know. I saw DM brain scrambling. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. No, he knows. He definitely knows. Um, Uh, Is it diplomacy? Yeah. Natty 19. The curse is broken. Temporarily. I know. I jinxed it. It's 26. You really shouldn't have said anything. I shouldn't have. Okay, so with your 26, he goes, I don't know. We all just kind of wind up at the... Oh. I think I hurt some people. You don't remember? Not super clearly. I just... I think I might have... Might have hurt some people. And that's why I was there. How long have you been a lost boy? Do you know? No. I... A long time. I mean, I, I was... I was there one of the longest. I was getting really good. Um, people were listening to me. I don't know how long, though. How did you end up here? Jenny said it was time to grow up, which meant I had to leave, and I did. And I just wound up here. On purpose? No. I didn't know really know where to go, and I went by this tavern with a bunch of lost socks on it and they told me that it wasn't my time to be there yet and then I kept moving on and then I went up here. Can we roll to see if he's being truthful? Yep. Um, That's perception. That's just perception. Okay. Uh, 23. 24. He's being Hmm. entirely open and honest. Well, um... Interesting. Well, maybe if you have a story that's big enough, a story that could gain you an an absurd amount of reputation, maybe you could curry favor back with Jenny. Maybe you should come with us. Give us a hand. Yes. We can't go back once we're told it's time to grow up. Mm. How many many times have people come back with 
entire tales. Oh. Oh. Maybe you could start your own Lost Boys. Maybe. Roll a... Diplomacy. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Uh, I don't think it works like that. I don't think I'm the person to do it. Hmm. Well, I'll tell you what. This entire place is going to come crumbling down soon. Imagine as, the amount of energy. As, as you're talking to him, he, you guys see him as like a six, seven-year-old. Mm -hmm. After he says... I think I hurt some people. Mm -hmm. He turns to be a preteen. Oh, really? And after he realizes that he can't start his own Lost Boys, he is now... As a preteen, he's a very scrappy, hard-bitten-looking youth mm -hmm. uh, with very, very hard eyes. As a... Um, early 20s, he is dressed sharply in, in a way that uh, you would probably recognize as being a bit of a rake. Uh, he is a criminal, but he's a well-paid criminal. Mm. Well, I mean, if nothing else, we'd make it worth your while. Yes. I don't think... I don't think anything can be worth my while. So you're just going to sit here and die with the rest of them? I don't... He looks at his hands. The realization kind of comes over his face. And as that realization comes, he turns into a 35, 40-year-old grizzled old man. Uh, with <laughs> it's, it's a Victorian era, man. If you live past twenty, if the tuberculosis didn't get you, man. Um, so I just turned thirty-three. That made me feel real yeah. old. Well, so, Jake's thirty-five. Yeah. He's, his his skin gets very weathered. Uh, his he has very very deep frown lines on his face. His hair is. Salt and pepper, not completely gone to gray. He's still very muscular and strong. Um, and he has the eyes of a very dangerous person. Someone that, if you were doing your thing, you would probably avoid. Just because it would always be trouble. Mm -hmm. um, he looks at you guys and goes... That Jenny. He then steps up to Asarla and goes, Thank you for talking to me. Puts his hand on your shoulder. You feel energy flood back into you. You get the mechanical effects of a long rest. Yes! <laughs> yes! Yes! yes, yes. <laughs> Um, he then steps over to Finnick. He goes, I think you're lost, kid. And I was lost for a long time. 
And oh, that's why they call them the Lost Boys. <laughs> oh my God! We needed so much. Oh, it just hits the wrong. <laughs> Oh no! Cute. I thought they were physically lost. <laughs> uh, oh, and I'm just like shaking my head to myself and just. It's a time of growth. I was lost for a lost for a long time. You don't have to give up on yourself yet, kid. And he puts his hand on your shoulder, and you get the effects of water rest. Wow. And then he looks at the other two of you. and Just goes, "You guys suck." No, oh my one. god. Um. <laughs> I kind of give like, uh, like <laughs> he steps up to both of you uh, and goes, you two didn't talk much, um, except, but, <laughs> <laughs> you two didn't talk much, <laughs> and that's all he says, he just walks away. Uh, I just shake my head. Yeah, he, he puts his hand on both of your shoulders, uh, he puts his hand on Thras, he goes, I don't know you kid, but... From what I've seen, I still don't know you. And then he just steps over to uh, main piece. You you get the effects of a, a, a long rest. But says, <laughs> by the, at this point, he is translucent. Like you can fully oh, wow. see through him. He has become less opaque with each person that he touched. Finally goes to make peace and goes, man, warrior, no one hated you back in my day. Same. He puts his hand on your shoulder and goes, well, I think Jenny made me get here for a reason. I think I know what that is now. I guess it's time to really grow up, huh? I imagine you're going to die here probably, yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to die right there. He, there he actually goes, no. <laughs> I died a long time ago. Oh. And then he disappears entirely and you get the effects of a long rest. Whoa. Well, that was creepy. That was wild. Don't touch each other, guys. I well, think, I'm I think feeling it makes better. you disappear. <laughs> there are no clothes or anything left behind. He's just disappeared and just entirety. disappears entirely. That's crazy. Wow. I think that would shock even Finnick a little bit. And we're all feeling a lot better. <laughs> I, don't know, and that's I feel pretty sad. much the same. He's gone. <laughs> Must be nice. <laughs> He's gone, and we're like, that's so sad, but I feel so good about it. Am I wrong? I was like, oh. Um, oh. So, yeah, uh, that all happens. You guys are still cool, outside of the circle of fire. Uh, does the path continue on the other end of this, or is this just the end of. There is. You are in a large bowl, basically. Mm hmm. Things come to the end. You see people around the edges are sitting there with their weapons watching you guys. Mm -hmm. um, there is a lot of them. Hmm. And there are people... You notice that as more and more people show up around the barricades, uh, the old woman that you guys heard originally uh, begins to speak loudly so that everyone can hear, talking about what the world was before something happened. Uh, the other people at the other fires have stopped talking and they are all kind of coming together. She turns to you guys and goes, You folks, would you like to join our fire and hear my story? Yes, is please. This, is this more of the ritual? Oh. Can I roll a check? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Sorry, I was just immediately like, Oh, yes, I would like some stories, please. Uh, that's only a 14. 
that is a failure. You don't think so. Okay. It's a blood ritual. There's no blood here. Hmm. So, do we think that number one is going to be trying to track us? And I don't know if this is a DM question or a Finnick question. Do you? Th- yeah. Okay. In game. Do you, Do you think that number one will hold off long enough that we can listen? <laughs> I mean, no. But I don't think we have a choice. This seems to be the end of the road. Uh, I guess we give it a try and see what happens. The end of one story and the beginning of another. And she'll, she'll just sit down very happily, just ready to listen. <laughs> okay. Uh, what are you guys doing? Uh, I sit down next to Sariel and I say, uh, Will it be possible to request a story? Say it to the moment. Yeah. She looks you and goes, You are. Her eyes narrow. Make peace. You're the. the one that's here for the girl. Mm. Could you tell us the story of Wayne Kerr? Two names? <laughs> Wayne Kerr, two names. Yes, I can. Can I just do an occult check real quick? Yep. Because the, the dwarven aspect makes me a little more curious. Yep. Ross is trying to hook up with all the dwarf girls, regardless of age. <laughs> Wait, is this woman a dwarf? Oh, no. No. Oh, no. Uh, I'm just one. thinking, yeah. <laughs> she's a very old cat. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't mean you're not into her. I'm just <laughs> Natural 20. Are you serious? Plus six. Oh, my so God. Six. You're listening to Risk and Reputation, a Sea of Stars story. You don't know a lot about the occult. You only really know what your your monastic teachers taught you. You do know that throughout the year, the students of the Four Truths would have to do certain rituals that would help empower the order as a whole that would involve acting out stories they would often include points of rest where you would have a point of action and then a point of rest and they were equally important to the ritual okay so you know that Mm -hmm. okay The catfolk woman looks at Makepeace and says, The story of Wayne Kerr. Two names. Uh, Everyone in the circle starts to laugh a little bit. Wayne was born, Wayne Kerr, of the Kerr family in Abukashi. Wayne grew up uh, as a boy that was always very outgoing and why I talk, which is not something the Kerrs do. He had a hard time as a child. In fact, they all viewed him as a troublemaker, even though he was very competent at, you know, all the crafts that they taught. Everyone wanted him to kind of get out of the world, which he did. Uh, when he turned 16, he was sent out into the world, and everyone 
I already kind of knew he wouldn't be back. Because Wayne Kerr was not born to be a Kerr. Wayne went out into the world and charmed some ladies and, you know, made his way and eventually ran out of money. And when he ran out of money, he decided to fight for it. And in that fight, he killed a man. And after he killed a man, he went to jail. And it was in jail that he met our enemy. The leader of the bank, whose name will not be spoken. She offered him a choice, and he took it. And he did awful things in her name. Until finally, his father, heartbroken at the loss of his son, thinking the bank had killed him, walked into a little branch at the very edge of the shifts and sin, and used a spell that blew himself up. It's a callback. Uh... After that happened, Wayne Kerr, you know, part of his thing was that his family couldn't be involved. They involved his family, so he started really looking at what they were doing. He decided the world is evil, and I can do something about it. It's not my fault I'm evil. It's none of our faults that we're evil. The world itself is evil. Just being born is being born with sin, pretty much, then. You are born in a cursed world. Are you not cursed from birth? That's a bit esoteric for my current appetite. Well, so when Kerr came here, he gathered his people together and he led us to the barricades here. And it is here that we will make the world right. And how will you solve it? Hmm? How will you solve it? We'll break the curse. Tell me more. Well, uh, when the time comes, the ritual will be complete, and we will all give our energy to break the curse. Isariel, are you enjoying the story? <laughs> I just shoved pretzels in my mouth, that's why they're asking me. <laughs> uh, I, so we've been talking for a minute now, I would like to, to attempt to uh, make an impression. Okay. Which is a diplomacy roll. And against the will save of the lady. Yep. Go for it. Finnick loaded his crossbow. Mm -hmm. Oh, it was almost a really good one. Most I can get is 20. Uh, I have sociable vow. You can leverage your vow in more social interactions. The circumstance bonus from your binding vow also applies to attempts to gather information, make an impression, or demoralize your enemy. Okay. So I can apply my my, my vow here too. Mm -hmm. So that's I'm going to use uh, an inspiration point for the for everyone home. I rolled a six originally. Five. So six plus five is eleven. Plus one more is twelve. Plus eight is thirty twenty. Thirty twenty. Okay. Uh, an impression is made. So she moves uh, two degrees more friendly towards me. Yep. Um, she goes, no, you're, 
you know, make peace. Good name, make peace. Uh, you remind me a lot of Wayne Kerr. And the way I've seen you behave since you've been in the barricades. I'm watching. That's interesting. I had thought Asari was here on our own free will. Sorry, I'm getting your voice wrong. You thought Asari was here of her own free will. I certainly didn't kidnap her. What does that have to do with you? Well, because Wayne's here with a woman they kidnapped. Yes? So I don't find us that similar. Ah, I see what you're saying. Yes. I respect that you don't think you would do terrible things for your beliefs, but I think you're just the type to do those things. Interesting. I'll think about that when I murder Winker. Please do. She looks to the group and goes, Does anyone else want to hear? And from behind, farther back in the maze, you hear an explosion and a... Time to go. I'll she looks back. I'll get, I'll get I hate you. <laughs> I hate you with every fiber of my uh, She looks back shocked and then goes, I think you folks need to continue on. Thank you for the story. You're welcome, dear. Out of curiosity, if we die before we get to Wayne Kerr, does this whole plan work? I have no idea. Oh, so we need to be there, though. We play a part, don't we? Yes. And if we're not there, we can't play that part. That's true. But you'd still be dead. <laughs> That's true. Let's go. Mm. Everyone back to or everyone back to loss of innocence. There's been an intruder. We have to go take care of it. Uh, you see the people in the barricades start to move back towards the entrance, and you hear the sound of gunshots and explosions coming from the start of the maze. Thrust, lead the way. Number one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so just have I figured out what's going on with like no matter what we? Uh, I'm not gonna say it. Okay. What? Nothing. No, you can. Nothing, nothing. Perfectly fine. No, uh, I'm just going to keep going. Okay, that's fine. I'll, yeah, I'll ask later. Um, so, you guys uh, continue out. Uh, you guys are going to continue along the path? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alright. You guys continue along the path, uh, chased by the sounds of intense fighting, and a lot of people die behind you. You come to a break in the in the barricades that is very clearly it's the only way you can go. Mm-hmm. And on the other side you see a glowing light. And sitting in the middle of it is a very, very handsome, but handsome in a uh, NFL linebacker sort of handsome. He is a large human being. Abba, abba. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... Taylor Swift would love him. Uh, <laughs> so many breakup songs. <laughs> yeah. uh, I feel uncomfortable with you mentioning that name on this podcast. <laughs> I don't know what the fallout is of that, but I'm a huge fan. Huge fan. Yeah. Nothing but positive vibes. Um, you enter, and sitting in the middle is a very well-dressed, handsome gentleman with an offset jaunty hat, uh, very no weapons, just washing you guys walk in as you approach he goes 
You finally made it. It was... Took a lot to get you here. So as you walk through the break at the end of the last respite, you see Wayne Kerr sitting in the center, or sitting, sorry, not in the center, uh, on a broken stone throne behind an altar. On the altar is four people. They are standing in pillars of light at the four cardinal positions of, uh, well, you don't have to go find that, the four cardinal positions. So one is on the north, that's Shaunaki. On the east is Nuffer. On the west is Meadow. And in the south is... You've been listening to Risk and Reputation, a Sea of Stars story. The Sea of Stars and all properties held therein are the sole property of Andy Lou's media and may not be reproduced for commercial purposes without our expressed written consent. All music in this episode was written and produced by Basement Guy and Katrina Sheets. Please keep an eye out for First Times with Cat, our sister podcast. It promises to be a lot of fun and will be dropping in the next couple of weeks. You'll be able to find it on the main feed. Also, please consider subscribing to our Patreon. Our Patreon is the main way that we support this podcast and will help to ensure that it continues to be made forever, which is what we all want. We'd like to thank our cast. Thomas Berenger as Makepeace Clover. Katrina Sheets as Asario. Matthew Greenwood as Finnick. Chris Mayer as Thross Coindelver. And Basement Guy as everyone else. Of course, there's me, Troll Toe. You know you love me. As always, it has been a pleasure leading you through the Sea of Stars. Now get off my bridge. Stories till they're told. We'll spin and spin our stories till they're